You're listening to Dad Bods and Dollars. Hello, hello, listeners. Welcome back. Hello, Greg. Hello. We are here <laughs> for the redemption episode, um, episode two. And we're so pleased that you all stuck it out with us uh, and made it back this far. So, you know, dad bods and dollars. This is us. We're here. We're live, available across all of your favorite uh, podcast streaming platforms. Recently got put up on Apple. So that's big. We're big time. I mean, big time. We passed the test, the seven day waiting period. We we passed. It happened quick. um, And I think our rise to the top has been pretty exponential. Um, we're looking at about 15 unique listeners right now as of the recording of this pod. So, wow. Pretty impressive. That's, what is that? Like nearly two a day? That's We're, averaging two, we're day. averaging two, two points some a day, which uh, nice. the credit's all to, you, to all to the listeners. So thank you all for, for yeah, being thank here you. and bringing, this, bringing us to this high level of success that uh, we knew we were, we were able to attain. Yeah, we don't want to get too cocky, but we may be able to reach 20 at some point. So when that day comes, we'll throw a little celebration here in the in the pod studio. Absolutely. The Instagram is going to be, as Travis Scott would say, lit when we hit 30 listens. So I will be at McDonald's in the Travis Scott or meal drive through and we'll we'll pop it off. It's going to be great. Well, Greg, we're back. Uh, how was your week? The week was pretty good. Um, of course, work was Work was work, but mm-hmm. Halloween was pretty exciting. I'm glad that that came around. Nice little break from the the quarantine uh, monotony, I guess. I agree. It felt somewhat normal because everyone was already wearing masks, so I didn't feel like it was just a special occasion that everyone had masks on. Yeah. It, it felt right. So I didn't go trick-or-treating, so I wasn't in costume. But um, when you were out trick-or-treating, did you see anyone – with a mask on top of their mask, like a medical mask on top of their costume mask, or were they doing the opposite, like inside with the costume mask over top? We, uh, we required that our kiddo put the, the COVID mask underneath his halo chief mask that he decided to go as. So he was uh, sneaky protected from the COVID. Okay. Um, but I did see quite a few folks that had dressed up as doctors and nurses, which you know, you're always going to see a handful of those out during these, uh, the, during the Halloween time, but this one just looked like they maybe just got off their shift at, uh, at the hospital. So I couldn't tell if they were, you know, first responders and go up and thank them for their work or if they were just out to find a beverage, uh, on Halloween night. Either way, thank you first responders. Yeah. And, and thank Halloween you. Dresser uppers. <laughs> yeah. And thank you for showing the respect to all the people that were just wearing costumes of first responders. That's pretty cool as well. Absolutely. It's like when we said we were going to dress up as Borat, that's just us paying homage to one of our favorite uh, journalists. So it's, it's, it's the same yeah. thing, right? <laughs> if he had a podcast, man, he'd at least have 20 listeners. Oh, he, Borat's averaging a hard 25 for sure. So um, do you guys have any trick-or-treaters? Did you have kids in the hood? Uh, we did not, not have any trick-or-treaters. Um, we also turned off our light because we didn't really want trick or treaters, so that could have done something with it. But <laughs> could have impacted uh, the yeah. bodies. <laughs> yeah, maybe we would have had one or two if we had a light on, but no, no trick or treaters. We went over to a friend's house and just hung out with them, but they didn't have any trick or treaters at their house either, and they actually had their lights on. So Ooh, tough, tough time out there. In the, tough uh, year, yeah. So we got a lot of leftover candy. <laughs> 
we had uh when we took jacks out a lot of the people had devised like the candy shoots with pvc pipes so if they yeah. were out they had you know a safe distance and then other folks just left either bowls out or kind of pre-made bags for kids to grab which i thought was nice but we set out a bowl and no one came until probably 8:45, and then scared the bejesus off me because i thought that that was like after you know like 845 is on the very tail end of uh, trick-or-treating time. You thought you thought they were trickers, not shooters. I, I thought they were there to smash our pumpkins. <laughs> and I could hear them through the front door, and there was at least probably 15 kids. And they were seemed pretty young. I didn't want to open the door and be like, hi, kids. But uh, yeah. I was very excited that they were there. And they were yelling. Like, you could hear the older siblings being like, only take one. You're only supposed to take one out of each bowl. And just through the window, I'm like, take as many as you want. <laughs> I'm sure they could hear me. And I went out to check the bowl afterwards, and they had done as requested. They they took quite a few. So nice. Uh, I felt I felt yeah. like I contributed. You had multiple bowls of candy. Did you have like um, gluten free, like peanut free, um, like dental floss? <laughs> like what were the what were the various bowls? Hand sanitizer in Hand one. Hand sanitizer. <laughs> Kleenex. <laughs> We had just, uh, we we just had uh, standard standard bowls. Um, this year, I really wanted to be that house that gives out full size candy bars, like that oh, we yeah. always dream of. The cool house, uh, yeah. The cool house. I put them in my online cart at Costco and never pushed some, like never ordered them. So we had to make a mad dash, and I think we only had Nerds and Butterfingers was our what was left when we got there. So sorry, kids that came to our house. You only had pretty limited choices. So that, that, last, gonna... that last group would have that last group would have taken all the candy, but you really just had trash candy selections. Yeah. So. so instead of well, being butter the cool fingers, house, butterfingers are pretty good. Butterfingers pretty good. But instead of being like the cool full size candy bar house, we're like the lame house that just has nerds. Yeah. So they're gonna cross us off their map next year, I'm pretty sure. Maybe they thought just a bunch of people came through already since it was eight forty five and cleared out all the good candy. That's but true. in reality, you just gave them two pretty mediocre selections <laughs> they should be grateful for what they got but no you're right i think it was i was glad it, it felt good to be out and kind of seeing what looked like the, a normal halloween sort of yeah so, definitely uh, which gets me really excited for the holidays you know we're, we're big holiday people at dad bods and dollars mm-hmm. i would agree with that 100 percent for those that uh, don't know greg and i's past history i think Pretty much all through high school and or the tail end of middle school, we spent every holiday season at each other's houses decorating each other's Christmas trees. So it's a pretty nice. Yeah. We have we have a long standing history with the holidays that cherish. We cherish. Have you put up the tree yet, or are you going <laughs> to wait a little bit on that one? Um, it's already in discussion, so we don't know how big the tree is going to be. We don't know how uh, we have really high ceilings, so we could probably fit uh, maybe a, a twelve footer in here if we really wanted to go for it. But uh, we haven't decided yet. So no tree yet, but it's on the horizon. What about you guys? Are you guys going to go artificial or are you going to go real? I've for a long time been a purist that uh, real trees only. Hashtag real trees only. But with uh, the recent fires that we've had in Colorado, I don't yeah. know what the selections are going to be like. And that's uh, probably true. Also. That's a very expensive real tree to get, so we might go artificial yeah. this year. You could just put it on like a stand and just get like a really, I guess, tall, long, deep—I don't know—tree tree skirt for it. 
so you'll never know. It's like some six feet, <laughs> just draped, just six feet of drapery around the base. I like that. I'm gonna put it on one of like a card table. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. As long as you the, run like a like the, a train around a, a toy train, nobody knows. Dude. Yeah, the trees the trees only like two feet tall, but <laughs> it's actually a Charlie Brown tree, the, but it's just stacked the, on the multiple card tables. Feet. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. I might have to pitch that and see if I can get away with maybe save some money. What about you guys? You uh, are you kicking off the holidays anytime soon? Um, I think we're gonna wait a couple weeks. Usually we do it like right around Thanksgiving, but with kind of how gloomy the year's been, I think we need a little bit more holiday cheer. So I think we're gonna scoot that up a couple weeks, which will be nice to have I don't know, agree, something something to look that. forward to. And I was gonna say come home to, but we're not leaving the house right now. So I guess something to work in. It's gonna feel, <laughs> a, a work. It's gonna feel like Christmas morning every morning. You just come out of your room and it's Christmas. Yeah, a festive work environment. I like that. I think bake some cookies, put on some Mariah Carey, and just do your thing. Oh, yeah. Sounds great. And uh, I do want to, before we get too far into it, I just remembered, um, made me think of you and how you like your holiday specials. I made made a misstep last week, everyone, and we we own our mistakes here at Dad Bods and Dollars. And I said, Amazon Plus is going to have exclusive rights to Charlie Brown. That's not even a thing. I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> the, I don't know. My beverage must have been going in my head. <laughs> Apple Plus is going to have exclusive rights to Charlie Brown. Good news for Dylan, though. Not good news. Ru- I, I don't Rudolph, have Rudolph. <laughs> no, separate news. Rudolph and Friends is still going to be on um, network TV, so you'll have some That's of your fantastic. friends still. Yeah. Fantastic. And. I appreciate you clarifying that because as we learned, I'm not a, up to speed on all of the streaming services. So here was me thinking that my Amazon prime subscription was not enough and I needed Amazon prime plus. Amazon so, prime plus. Uh, so that's, thank you. That's, that's going to be rolling out. out next year. Exactly. Jeff, Jeff Bezos uh, hit us up. If you need some, some insight on that. We, yeah, if we you need some ideas on how to make more money, Amazon, let us know. <laughs> yep. Prime plus is next. So you're welcome. Uh, but no, I appreciate clearing that up, Greg. That's good. And uh, yeah. I look forward to watching some Rudolph and maybe the really old, creepy uh, Frosty the Snowman as well. Hopefully they haven't taken that from me. Yeah. <laughs> corn corn cob pipe and all. Yeah, corn cob pipe and all. Maybe the corn cob pipe's just going to be exclusive to Apple. Plus, <laughs> Able TV is going to have no, no pipe. <laughs> Took away all of his accessories. Bummer. That's, I'm telling you, the Apple, we were just talking about that uh, pre-pod. You know, Apple's really cornered the market on new accessories. So um, it wouldn't surprise me if they took Frosty's corn cap pipe, just like yeah. they took our USB ports. <laughs> did you, uh, that's true. <laughs> Speaking of accessories, did you see uh, Jack Dorsey's little facial accessory this last week? Oh, did I ever see Jack Dorsey's facial accessory? I was, uh, I was shocked. He lit up C-SPAN with that beard. And I don't know what hole he crawled out of to come talk to uh, the good people at the Senate, but that beard was, it was pretty serious. Do you think that's his quarantine beard that he's just been growing his hair and his beard the entire time he's been, I don't, I don't know where. <laughs> I feel like it has to, because the last time I saw him, he had kind of a nicely kempt, uh, he's always had something on there. He's, he's been a, a sporter of the beard for quite some time, but yeah it looked like he was on trial for a very serious crime when he came on that video. <laughs> and I was pretty surprised to see, to see him. Um, 
And I, you know, I think he didn't want to, nobody wanted to distract from the importance of the hearing. They were talking to all the big tech people about uh, freedom of speech, but I mean, that was a big beard. It was a pretty impressive beard. <laughs> I, I like the little bits of gray in it, very distinguished. At, uh, I would imagine that came from him understanding that Twitter's stock price was about to drop 21% the next day. So maybe oh. he had he had a little bit of insight onto what was about to drop. A little bit of stress in that beard. <laughs> There's a, a little stress in that beard. Uh, sorry, Twitter. But yeah, a whopping uh, 21% drop on the 30th. So oh, geez. Jack Dorsey, we're here for you. We feel for you. But that beard, man. <laughs> you got to clean that up. Your stock price is contingent on how scraggly your beard is. And people lost a lot of faith when they saw you on C-SPAN. The further down his beard goes, the further stock prices fall. <laughs> clean shaven, clean shaven. <laughs> to the moon. Come on, Jack. <laughs> Wraps it around his ear so it starts going back up. <laughs> his hair was long, too. Like He just looked very unkempt. I, I, he did put on a sport coat, which I can appreciate. Like He made some sort of effort. Uh, yeah. Like we talked about last week, I highly doubt he was wearing pants, like us hard pant wearers. Yeah. But he put on a sport coat, and he still has his nose ring, but he just looked like he had seen seen some stuff. Maybe he just had like so much um, prep he was doing for the testimony that he didn't have time to see a barber. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. You're a gentleman. You're a real gentleman for, for saying that. And I think that's a good, you know, we can take that approach. The official, yeah. the official stance of Dad Boz and Teller is that Jack just didn't have time to see his barber. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which is funny because... Short, short on time. Exactly, right? We were talking about you know how unkempt he looked and the holidays. It really got me thinking about how I was under the impression that when we all went into quarantine that we just, as a society, collectively agreed we were going to gain 20 pounds. And mm-hmm. uh, that, I mean, that just didn't happen. I feel like I didn't get the memo that we all decided we were actually going to buy. Like we talk about exercise equipment and get fit. Um, well, I told you I was going to get one. You did. And like we pretty talk, we talk pretty often. So we do. Um, and I, I guess I just missed the boat. I missed the memo and society really let me down. So if Jack Dorsey can grow his quarantine beard, I put on my corn, corn 20. And uh, I think the best thing for society is if we all come together and just agree that going into winter, we're just going to get really pale. I think we put well, a, that's hard, a, given. a hard stop on tanning beds for, for COVID related reasons. And we just lose those luscious tans. I mean, I always um, get very pasty during the winter, so I'm already way ahead of you. I don't think I even tanned the summer. You getting tanned this summer? Oh man. No, I think I got whiter this summer. I had a nice, uh, I had a nice farmer's stand going. I had played quite a bit of of COVID safe golf, so oh, nice, yeah. Um, but I'm I'm willing to commit that as a group, as a people, we just say, hey, we're sorry, Dylan. We all decided that we weren't actually going to get fat and didn't tell you, so now we're going to get pale for you. I need that community. I mean, I'm on board for sure. Maybe Thanks, our man. other fifteen, maybe our other fifteen listeners will get on board as well. We'll find out. We, we need that. I need, I need that, you know, for, for my personal, uh, personal health, it would, it means a lot that you're willing to support me in that, Greg. So thanks, yeah. buddy. I appreciate and, you. And I'll probably put on at least five this like winter season. I don't know if it'll be 20, but I'll... I just need to lose 15. You'll gain the five and then we'll be back to even playing field. Yeah. Something like that. I appreciate that. So come Thanksgiving, I'll have to uh, maybe cut back a little bit on the stuffing. 
Yeah, just give me a just give me an update on Thanksgiving and then see where I how much I have to gain <laughs> to keep up. It's like a weigh in before a boxing yeah. match. <laughs> we're just gonna go. Like I'm overweight right though. We're yeah. we're, ga- we're gaining. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have, just have a trash bag on, sweating it out, and trying to drop two to match. That sounds good. So my family comes over, like, "What are you doing, like, Greg? Greg's ahead of me in the weekend." God, that sounds good. And maybe you know, maybe with the holidays, people people typically gain a little bit of weight during the holidays, right? So, you know, there's still hope for you. Yeah, we'll catch up. <laughs> <laughs> the world has not forsaken me yet. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, thank you everyone for joining in my call for pale. Um, hashtag pale winter 2020. Um, I think Everyone's- sitting sitting inside gives us a lot of opportunity to get pale. Yeah. I think a lot of people are going to be inside anyway, since uh, that whole rain season's coming back and COVID's a thing still. So, hey, you guys are well on your way to the rain season. We got dumped on snow Monday. Uh, yeah. We had like a foot and some change here in Colorado. So, oh geez, winter is winter is rapidly coming, and I'm ready for it. I'm ready to uh, to soak up all of my allotted internet. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's probably a good thing that you have some internet now, huh? Yeah, you know, things are going well. We we are on uh, high speed, so you're you're a cord cutter. You said last weekend, right? Or yeah, last we, week while we were recording, we did, we did, we switched to switched to cordless television. Oh, nice! Big move for us. Well, speaking of the internet, did you hear about um, SpaceX's Starlink? I did not. Sounds like a video game. Tell me more. So apparently, SpaceX is going to be releasing some internet. Um, and that's why they've been shooting off so many satellites. Yeah. Oh. I didn't know that. I didn't realize they were shooting off so many satellites, but apparently <laughs> they have like a network of 12,000 satellites now. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I thought. I don't think there's any room up there in the atmosphere anymore, but when you said they were shooting off satellites, I was like, Hey, he's going to tell me they have like eight satellites. I mean, even, and even that seems like a crazy amount yeah. to me. No, apparently they have thousands of satellites. That's a lot. Uh, yeah. But wow. And I guess they're going to roll out their beta um, and a bunch of like websites were just talking about how they sent an email to their beta users or people that signed up for their beta. Um, and it's pretty crazy prices. Well, at least I, I, I figure that they're pretty crazy, but. Okay. Like, what are we talking? So it's going to be, their internet's going to be $99 a month, which I mean, isn't bad. A little expensive for just internet. Sure. Um, but they also send you a Starlink kit. Which this is the interesting part. It is four hundred and ninety nine dollars, <laughs> and it includes a mounting tripod, which I have no idea what that is. No one, no photos were included in any of these articles. Oh a user terminal. I don't know if that means a computer or what, oh, yeah. um, or if it's just like the satellite that it comes with that hits off all the other twelve thousand satellites they've <laughs> set in the orbit. And then they also include a router in that $499 cost. Um, oh my God. So, yeah. So they're essentially sending you like a, your own satellite dish, like kind yeah. of like a TV satellite to put somewhere mm-hmm. in your backyard and bounce off there. Wow. Yeah. You and are, you crazy, you crazy <laughs> SOB. <laughs> Send me yeah, so, they're trying to, so they're trying to get into the multi-billion dollar um, internet industry, but Kind of, kind of interesting how they're just jumping in there. 
$99 a month plus a $500 setup fee essentially. Yeah. And, and I'd, the user, the term user terminal really kind of weirds me out. Like <laughs> it sounds like something I have to like walk into to use. Yeah. Very, very Star Trek. Like, like an old timey computer that like, took yeah. up the whole room, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, remember when desig- you used- yeah. One designated room in the house is just your terminal. Exactly. Remember, like, it seems like forever ago, but when we just got computers in our homes and you had, like, a designated computer room? Yeah. And you say, like, great, go to the computer room. I mean, and then if I'm connected, like, connected to your dial up. Exactly. <laughs> Get off the phone. <laughs> like, exactly. Um, I cannot imagine. I mean, I need to learn more about this. This sounds incredible. Sounds incredible. Yeah, not a whole lot of information is out about it right now. Um, they were kind of guessing their internet speeds, but they didn't sound very fast compared to what kind of <laughs> is being offered. What do you? By, um, what do you think it is? Like, how? What do you think in terms of speed? If you had to guess, I think I remember reading that they're like fifteen to twenty gigs. No megabytes per second. Wait, seriously? <laughs> We might have to fact check this, but I think this was what it was. That's like, that's chunk speeds. Yeah. If but you tell me I'm going to drop $500 plus $1,200 over the course of a year, I want 15 to 20 gigs. I mean, I can get like fiber internet in most cities. Um, okay. Unless this is meant to replace like uh, rural internet you know what i mean because right I now i think that's kind of it that like they're trying to get internet speeds that are like fast everywhere oh, excuse me they only have 770 satellites right now still a lot. i think i think they're planning on sending up twelve thousand. so still, they're still more than i thought you would less say than, less than one twelfth of the way there wow. um but yeah i guess the question is if you're going to be paying i don't know what you're paying now but if you're going to be paying 99 dollars a month for internet what would you want the speeds to be regardless of like what their speeds are now so I will say in comparison, um, in the town I lived in prior to moving where I live now, they had like subsidized fiber network in through the town utilities. Mm-hmm. And I was averaging like pretty much close to a gig and it was $60 a month. So I so if, once one sixth of the price for much faster. It sounds like this is much faster. <laughs> um, they might be up there eventually, but right now it seems it sounds like they're not there. But I think, you know, to your point, if it's to replace, because I, I have family in like rural Wyoming and they have this huge, remember those huge old satellites that people used to have like in their yards? Um, the really yeah. full size satellites. Uh, they have those. Mm. And like, like the radio towers. Exa- exactly. Yeah. And it sounds like that or it looks like that. And they, I think they use that for their internet. And there's not a lot of companies that are offering like rural internet. And even then it's still, I think it's still DSL speed. So if they were using this to target that market, then that still seems very expensive, but I can understand why people that are probably paying close to that now for essentially dial up would be pretty pleased. Okay. I need to, I need to correct myself again. Live, live corrections, folks. Live, live corrections. We're not going to wait an episode like last time. <laughs> According to satelliteinternet.com, SpaceX is going to have speeds around a hundred megabits per second so 10 times faster than i was saying they had okay i don't know if that's what their beta is going to be but i mean it for me it comes down to i guess if it's in the ring right because right now i have the choice of three major providers in my area 
I won't name mm-hmm. them, but if I, if they're just going to be in the same ring, I mean, the price point is just a little high for me. Yeah. Do you think once, I don't know, but do you think by them getting into the internet game, they'll be able to drive down prices a little bit? I mean, we, we prefer, you know, we love a good competition. Uh, yeah. But uh, I don't know, man, that, that's a tough question. And I hope so because the one provider that I currently have is my arch nemesis forever and always not mm. to be named, but uh, yeah, I think we all know. We all, we all know who I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, if they could get, if Elon, if you can take out this, internet service provider for for everyone you'd be doing yeah. i will pay a hundred dollars that's fine it's for the greater good i'm willing yeah. to pay that okay another question about this so kind of talking about the internet speeds there's going to be that switching cost and like is it going to be worth it to switch over if it's like less even if the speeds aren't as high mm-hmm. and then what's going to be the switching cost how much would you be willing to pay to have a giant <laughs> mounting tripod in your backyard <laughs> um I guess if it's just part of the fee, like, I mean, I guess it's $500, right? Does that, does that mean for $500 someone comes out and puts it up there or do I have to pay extra for that? That's a good question. They were not, they're not descriptive about that in the um, article I was reading. Um, if they're anything like the, the service provider that shall not be named, the Voldemort of uh, internet service providers, they probably are going to charge for it. Yeah. So I don't know what, would you be willing to give up? Would you be willing to give up that real estate in your backyard, though, to have like a satellite just hanging out, chilling? What would the switching cost? How how much would that cost to you? You know, it's true. You're you're talking about uh, you know. Would you put it next to the barbecue? Would you put it next to the tree? Where would that go? <laughs> well, if it's anything like like TV satellite, you have to yeah. position it a certain type of way where it you know it's looking at the satellite. They have twelve thousand. I guess it's not that big of a deal, but I don't know. That's such an interesting question. And I guess it, <laughs> I'm having such a hard time understanding Elon Musk is like the most brilliant inventor of our time. Yeah. And he's like, I have an idea guys, satellite dishes. I'm like we just got away from those. And he's <laughs> yeah. like, no, 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 no. We're bringing them back guys. And that was for cable. This is for internet. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, like Elon. But I mean, that you're, you've got a very interesting question in your hands. And I think, you know, you're giving up the, the livable space potentially, unless you can strap it to the top of your house. Uh, yeah. And even then, I mean, I think a lot of people moved away from that for that reason. So it's just yeah. kind of I guess burden. only time will tell. Only time will tell. Are you going to sign up? Are you going to be a, a pilot user? Uh, no, I don't think I'm going to be a part of the beta. I'll uh, see how things go. I don't love our provider right now. Um, we have cable and internet together. And like I was saying last week, I think we're going to get rid of the cable at some point. So if it's a competitive internet price to internet price, I think it might be switching just based on past experiences but we shall see i want to say elon if you're listening uh we're we will happily try out the space link or starlink excuse me uh and review it on pod so if you need us just just holler yeah we're around and if you have any um answers to our questions as far as um what's explicitly included (laughs) in the mountain tripod uh, tripod excuse me or what it looks like that would be greatly appreciated as well. What if it looks like, and not to cross cross his business ventures, but like the Tesla truck that just looks like a, a robot <laughs> <block? Sick>. <laughs> <laughs> Like I feel like it has to, right? It's going to look cool. It's Elon putting his name on it. <laughs> it just looks like a giant truck trophy in your backyard. <laughs> exactly. 
So something tells me if he's going through all this trouble to make hardware, it's going to look cool. Like I yeah. just have to believe it looks cool. I, I mean, thanks for bringing this up. I think this gives our listeners an option to uh, potentially start looking at uh, some outlets for replacing their current ISP. Mm-hmm. Love that. Love that. Speaking of things that uh, could be replaced, this episode is going to come out on November 1st. So in the future, or this November 1st today, just kidding. It's going to come out November 2nd, which is tomorrow. Mm. November 1st today. That's a quick turn time. For our listeners in the States, which means it's the day before the upcoming election. A contentious time indeed. Yeah. Um, so interesting. We won't dive too much into it because we're not a political podcast. No, we're never no, no, no free ad podcast. We're no, no free ad podcast. No free ads. No politics. We're just business and leisure. But you know, for those of you that are out there uh, exercising your first—is uh, it? A, it's not a first amendment, right? Is it? What amendment? It's a, it's a right. It's a right. It's a. It's on the bill. Um, so you guys <laughs> it's get it's one of the one of the rights on the bill. One of the rights on that bill. Uh, you guys get out there and we do did, your thing. We did really well in history class. We did. Uh, we we did tell you guys we got really good grades in both high school and college. So yeah, don't, uh, it don't helps dig when too much um, it helps when the football teacher was the one teaching the U.S. history and in high school. But that's very true. Our our football coach was our government and history teacher. So yeah, he was really good at videos. We watched a tons of videos. Uh, remember, do you remember when? I hope you had him when I say this. When he brought in his uh, wife, who was in a cult, like grew up nope. in a cult as a kid. You don't remember that? I was not in that class. I was in government class. We're not. Yeah, a, we're not a, uh, a high school uh, glory days pod by any means. But that was a wild conversation. Maybe we should recap <laughs> that on, on a different episode. But uh, yeah, our football coach slash government slash history teacher's wife grew up in a cult. And she came and talked about it in class. And as like a 16, 17 year old person, I was not prepared to have that conversation. <laughs> so, Everyone was just trying to figure out what he was going to get from like Fred Meyer. Exactly. We just wanted to go down the street and get chicken strips for lunch. And now I'm hearing about this lady's tumultuous upbringing. So, and they lay you that on you and you had to just skip lunch altogether. I don't remember this vividly that day, but I, you probably asked me like, are you okay, man? And I was like, no, nah, man, I'm, I'm not okay. <laughs> I, I, I've seen some secondhand I, shit. I, I, just, I just, I just heard some shit and like, I'm not, I don't know if I'm going to make it through today. So um, in the same vein as Colts, uh, just a quick update for our listeners. Um, I'm on record as having some pretty strong opinions about middle-aged TikTok <laughs> and yep. uh, just a, an update. I have been doing some research. We're talking about redemption. We're talking about going back and maybe recanting some statements that we made. Um, I have done some additional research into middle-aged TikTok. And while it's still not my favorite thing, um, I've read some compelling arguments, mainly an article in AARP, believe it or not. (laughs) That's literally where this was published. um, That make a a strong argument for giving our parents a creative outlet. (laughs) And... um, you know, I'm, I just want to give the listeners an update. I've reached out for nope. comment from both the, uh, the journalist who wrote that article, as mm. well as uh, some sources close to middle-aged TikTok, meaning middle-aged TikTokers themselves. <laughs> straight and, from the source. Straight from the source. And uh, we've been denied comment as of right now. We've been left on red. So 
but this is dad Boz and dollars and we are in the pursuit of information on this podcast. So I will not give up, but I just wanted to let everyone know, you know, we're, we're, we're not making a lot of traction right now. <laughs> Still an ongoing investigation is what you're saying. Exactly. Ongoing investigation. And, uh, you know, if, if you guys know any middle-aged TikTokers or if now we, I mean, we have 15 listeners. So by the rule, you know, the six degrees of separation rule, someone knows someone who's a middle-aged person that's on TikTok. Yeah. Send them our way. Slide into our uh, Instagram DMs. We are on Instagram now at Dad Bob and Dollars. Also, um, let us know if you also have middle-aged TikTokers on your um, TikTok or if it's just Dylan because that's what the <laughs> algorithm thinks that only him would like. Yeah, that's an only I, I'm talking about people. I need people's support. The pale thing, <laughs> that's, that's great. But if you guys can help me not feel as like can't really really weird about what's in my tiktok or my uh, instagram search feed yeah that would help that you would might help. be on an island on this one i'm gonna be honest <laughs> <laughs> i felt like i kind of got got left out to dry here and uh when i got left on red by middle-aged tiktokers themselves i i continue to feel that way um <laughs> i did tweet directly at the author of that article and can't tell if she read it or not but she probably did she didn't have that many followers and if you're only articles, no, no shade, but if you're only published in AARP's weekly or monthly journal, you know, you're kind of on the same level as dad bods and dollars right now. So you, you can come talk to us. So there you go, listeners. That's an update. Yeah, More we're to trying to get all the middle-aged TikTokers upset at us and journalists. And What's one, wrong with you? One journal or, or all of AARP. Yeah. All of AARP. God. <laughs> Come time for us to get our, uh, like when you turn, like what was it, what age do you have to be when you get AARP? Is it 65? I think it's younger than that. Oh, well. I think our, it's like, I think it's like 55, like when you can get the Sherry's Honor menu. Oh, well, our cards aren't, are just aren't going to come. No, <laughs> ma- no matter what happens to dad bods and dollars, like how far this goes or doesn't go, we're on like the blacklist now. And I'm sorry, Greg. We'll be on our death deathbeds waiting for our AARPs. <laughs> like, I need those benefits, but they never came. And you see her call me up and say, damn it, Dylan. It's because of that episode. Episode two, remember? Yeah. So, yeah. Sorry, Greg. But so that's the update. Middle-aged TikTok in progress. Still in progress. Same More, place we were last week. <laughs> we haven't made much traction other than me sending seeing, DMs. Yeah, let's send some DMs and, uh, you know, and feeling maybe a little bad. Maybe I came off a little strong about comparing middle aged TikTok to the swine fleet. That's who's, who's to say? Probably, probably a strong opinion. <laughs> it was a hot take, but. Uh, and you got um, caught up in the moment. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> walking, walking it back a little bit. Still not my favorite thing, but. If you know a middle-aged TikToker that can convince us otherwise, we will happily listen. I think you might want to drive that one back. <laughs> drive it back? Like, yeah, I think you might need to go faster than a walk back. Should, should I take a drive of the week just right back? I think you should probably take a drive of the week back. Well, my drive of the week took a hard right turn. So um, that's, a great, that's a great segue, Greg. My drive of the week is about a new form of racing. So. It's called Robo Racing. It is Robot Racing. Robo, like robot, oh, Robo. Like Starlink's internet. <laughs> robo Racing. Okay. And it is completely autonomous cars that just drive themselves, and they're like pre-programmed with the track map, and they're just supposed to go out there and race each other. Um, Probably great for insurance. 
great for insurance, great for driver Plus safety. Liability. Yeah. Yeah. No, like no more driver accidents, but we're, I'm going to post a link to this on our socials, uh, social medias, but there's a, a tweet from a brand new, uh, robo race that just happened. And our friend of the pod, he's not a friend of the pod. I just found his tweet, uh, at dog Ryan, future friend. future friend of the pod. Maybe we'll, maybe he'll come on the pod and talk about this. Cause it was pretty funny. Um, posted this video of this robo racing car that they programmed it. It's ready to go. It takes off and just immediately without missing a beat makes a 90 degree turn and crashes into the wall. And <laughs> that's robo racing folks. Like that's just what robo racing is. So uh, it's, I'm really into this now. So if we're talking about more investigations, we're going to hear, you're going to hear more from me about robo racing. Cause I'm completely invested. Did that car end up winning? Did like the other cars take a right turn before <laughs> that one or did they actually end up finishing? I didn't go too deep into it, but I, didn't will, deep dive it. I will absolutely uh, get in there and find more about this. And maybe we can do a segment where we like attend a robo racing event. Okay. We'll, go, we'll go live on, uh, on premises, you know, but that's uh, contingent on us getting some, getting some deals. So what up? We'll find out. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll investigate like the black market of gambling on robo racing. Absolutely. See which, see which bets are like how quickly they'll turn straight into a wall. <laughs> it's pure degenerate <laughs> over, gambling over under on them, just turning sideways <laughs> off the track and not finishing the race. And the thing is, these are like incredible looking race cars. They don't look like, like joke cars. They look like yeah. full on, you know, formula one looking race cars and they just straight up crash. <laughs> and it's pretty incredible. So their website is sweet. It looks very futuristic and looks like something you want to be involved in. But yeah, it's just, it didn't go well, this, this go around. I mean, everything has its uh, learning curve, right? Uh, just like us. Exactly. You know, they, they had to walk it. I had to walk some comments back. They're walking back their uh, AI programming. Out of so, a wall. Out of a wall. <laughs> and I think what's funny about um, that tweet is that it was their first one of their first live broadcasted events. So they were like oh. really broadcasting this and like expecting it to go well. So <laughs> great publicity on their first race. <laughs> I mean, they got us to talk about it. The video has 762,000 views. So robo racing is hot right now. Oh, nice. I mean, hot. all publicity is good publicity, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, I too have a drive of the week. Do enlighten us, Greg. Because your drive of the week it's last kind week was of great. It's kind of related. Uh, Fox t uh, 12 toy drive has already begun. Apparently it started halfway through the month. So I'm like half a month off again. Okay. Um, but this is, this is in Oregon. Um, but they have a number of ways to donate if you're interested in donating some toys. Um, interesting uh, drop-off locations. I was figuring that they would have like uh, firehouses or something of that nature. But sure. less uh, Schwab tire stores. Al's Garden and Home, and then Jack in the Box. Jack in the Box? Jack in the Box. So you can get some tacos Whoa. and drop off some toys at the same time. You can get a tire rotation to drop off some toys and make it pretty convenient, I guess, in that sense. But uh, for, for full map of locations, check out their website, um, kptv.com slash toy drive slash, again, <laughs> is that backslash or a slash? I'm still I trying to figure think, out computers. I think that's a regular slash. Okay, good, good, good. 
That's fantastic. You are two for two on drives of the week. Thank you. And, be, you know, that is just an organ drive, but uh, I'm sure if you guys are, are feeling generous this holiday season, now that it's November 1st and it's pretty much the holidays, you should find a, uh, a local toy drive in your area. Yeah, and if you want me to find one for you, drop us a link, drop us a, drop us a message. Would be, yeah. I'd be happy to look into that for you. Did you look at their uh, suggested toy list? No, I didn't. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this out real quick because this is incredible. Uh, sporting goods, bats, okay. baseballs, soccer balls, footballs, gloves, frisbees, mm-hmm. etc. cetera. Um, yep. Pretty classic board games, action figures, building blocks. But then it goes into electronics. And it's like video games, radios, portable CD players, DVDs, CDs. Could you imagine giving a kid a CD player? in the year of our Lord, 2020, like a Walkman. Yeah. Like, what is he going to do? This kid doesn't know what this is. Like, what is this? That's incredible. I would love that. Uh, is record players on there. It, should, it might as well be a CD, literally a CD might as well be a vinyl. Like if I showed that to, to Jax and I showed him what a CD was, he'd be like, Oh, is that like a PlayStation game or an Xbox game? He's like, no, it's got music on it. He's like, Why don't you just listen to it on your iPod? <laughs> or he might not even know what an iPod is because that's vintage now. So who knows? You just pull up YouTube. Yeah, exactly. Like I just I pull up Spotify. Yeah, can you just like pull up Spotify on your phone? Like, what is this? Why do you have this? Yeah. Uh, so you, you need remember, a brick. <laughs> do you remember um, they were called hit clips? They were the, those little like keychain. They were probably when we were elementary school, and they had they were called hit clips, and they had little like ten second snippets of pop songs that you would put in, it looked like a portable Walkman is, but like maybe an inch tall. Yeah. And you just put this like individual look a cassette tape CD thing, but yeah. it would only play like 10 seconds of the song. <laughs> so was it, so you could go buy the full version of the song. I'm sure that's what it was, but like you just had to collect all of the different clip, like hit the hits to put in your hit clip. I just looked was it up it, again. Was it like a McDonald's happy meal thing? No, you had to like buy it. And it doesn't make any sense, but it's real. It's real. And it had, it had an earbud, but it's just one side. So it's just one earbud. So you couldn't share it with your friends. You couldn't share it with your friends. And it would just play the first 10 seconds of NSYNC's Bye Bye Bye. Or like Britney Spears hit me one more time. <laughs> and you'd be like, this song is flat. <laughs> Put that one in again. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Listeners, if you remember hit clips, hit us up uh, and we can talk more about that. But that was, uh, that just popped into my head when I'm thinking about telling a kid what a CD player is. Imagine trying to explain what a hit clip is. Like I just do. Sounds silly. I, I, I don't even remember <laughs> that. I think it sounds silly. <laughs> Pretty silly. It should, it should be a McDonald's toy. It sounds and acts like a McDonald's toy. It's, it does. Full, full price. <laughs> <laughs> that was MSRP all day long. Oh man. That's your drive of the week, folks. Good stuff. Good stuff. Something we, we took from last time is that maybe just a little more structure around our segments. Um, and I think pod culture, as great of a play on the, on the name as it is, yeah. we, we, we kind of failed you, listener, last time. And uh, so we whittled it down a little bit this time, but with very important news. <laughs> pod, pod culture news maybe has never been more important. The most important of news. Do you want to deliver this news or? I think we should do it at the same time. Ready? Okay. Ready? One, One two, two, three. three. Chloe Kardashian, Kardashian 
had slash has COVID. COVID. What? What? (laughs) Deep dive this. We have to get into this. Khloe Kardashian, I mean, like arch archangel of the Kardashian family, has COVID or had COVID? What? I was under the distinct impression that the Kardashians were not real people, like they were simulations. And so they couldn't get sick. They couldn't get sick. They can't, I mean, they can't get ill. They, they can't contract pandemic viruses. But, I mean, Khloe Kardashian comes out on record as saying, and it's in the, it's in the show. She put it in the show. Oh, wow. And I quote, on record. Just, just found out that I do have corona. Whoa. Did she say this in front of all of her um, like family? Like she, de- <laughs> like she delivered this news in person? Uh, it, you guys, <laughs> crazy thing. As I'm here talking to you, I yep. have Corona. She's sitting right next to Courtney, Kim, and uh, Kylie, just arms around both of them, and says, "Guys, sharing one giant margarita, sharing one fishbowl drink." <laughs> guys, I have Corona, and it's not like <laughs> no, it's but not she, like a beer Rita. Did she? Did she deliver it over the phone? You didn't uh, look into this enough to find out. No, you? I did. I did. I absolutely <laughs> did. I'm like, I was fully vested in this. Um, she announced this via like a, a, uh, like iPhone testimonial kind of where no, she, like a zoom. Yeah. She announced it like to her, to her Instagram live. Um, she says she's been in her room. It's mm. going to be fine, but it was really bad for a couple days is what she said. Uh, so, so she's probably over it. If this is just now airing. Well, it coincided with some some hot goss from the Uh-oh. family because Kim was already under fire from, you know, she, heavy criticism for having yeah. a very lavish 40th birthday vacation with a, a group of more than 10 people on Uh-oh. a private island. Um, so she was already in a pretty bad spot. And then, lo and behold, Chloe just happens to get COVID. Like, come on. Was she at the island? I believe she was at the island. Ooh. Um, and Kim had said that after two weeks of multiple health screens and asking everyone to quarantine, she surprised her closest inner circle with a trip to a private island. Well, apparently the tests were wrong. Because <laughs> that happens. Chloe, full COVID. So obviously we wish her the best, but uh, that's crazy news. Yeah, if she still has the COVID, wish you the best. We were rooting for you, Chloe. And between me and the listener, you're probably the Kardashian sister that I have like the least amount of resentment for. So there you go. No, that's, that's your news, folks. That was a nice thing. It sounded sweet. it sounded backhanded, but it's meant to be nice. Very good. <laughs> it sounded very backhanded. <laughs> out, of, out of all the people I hate in the world, I hate you the least. I, your whole family is the worst thing that's happened to society in a long time. But you're like just okay. Like you're just there. I feel like she's just there, but you're just an accomplice in all the madness. Guilty by association. I feel like a lot of times with Chloe, Um, but she had it all. I mean, coughing, shaking, vomiting, headaches, cold and hot flashes. She says, "I didn't even know you get hot Mm. flashes or cold. That's crazy." And a burning sensation while coughing. Brutal. Sounds terrible. Just like that, you realize that they're just they're just like us. They can get the Rona just like you and me. They're actually people. They're actually Go people. figure. They are not, uh, they're not holograms. So 
Science is blowing my mind today, Greg. I'm learning about new internet, <laughs> robo racing, and that the Kardashians are humans. Fantastic. Well, that brings us uh, to our, our final segment, Beer Billy Chronicles. Mm-hmm. Greg, what are you drinking this week? Uh, I am drinking a tea. Just a, just a nice herbal, I'm drinking herbal an tea? English, English brec- an English breakfast tea. For the record, <laughs> listeners, we are recording this uh, not at breakfast time. So this is completely, this is just an inappropriate time to be drinking breakfast tea. But it's fine. I'll allow it. It's it's good. I mean, I had a lot of candy, so I feel like I should like not have a bunch of carbs and beer. But now you're you body get- shaming me again because not only did I <laughs> eat a lot of candy, but I talked about my self esteem issues, and here I am drinking the Seven Doors Grisette style ale by True Brewing this week. Oh, that sounds uh, nice, though. Well, I had a bunch of I had a bunch of Slayers last night. So, <laughs> how many Slayers did you slam? Um, I think I had three. And then good. I had some whiskey on top of that. So probably didn't need. Yeah. I love that. So it's still in my system today. So, I mean. That's true. I'm giving you a pass. You carried over. Uh, okay. Carried over some. Next week, cards. I will make sure I'm not going to, I'm not going to uh, let you, <laughs> let you down next week though. Let the listeners. We're concerned about the listeners. My, oh, that's true. My, Sorry, my body issues are, are their own thing. But uh, <laughs> Speaking of the listeners, Greg. We had our first, mm-hmm. uh, and you, you last week, listeners will recall, Greg put out a, a call for folks to send us things that we needed to investigate, that uh, questions you had or things that you wanted us to deep dive into. And we got some traction on that. So let's drive into uh, our first listener, listener requested investigative journalism piece. Ooh. This question came from longtime listener, first time caller, Kurt. Uh, friend of the one pod. for one on both of those <laughs> yep friend of the pod kurt and uh, i'm just going to read his question and then we'll kind of come up with what we uh, what we discovered so kurt writes dear dylan and greg i have an issue that i need your particular expertise on because i mean we're very qualified to have these types of mm. as a well-rounded man i was wondering if i should invest in cognac glasses it is not usually something i worry about and the price point is great it is more the cabinet real estate that concerns me. Please, if you find the time, could you address this dilemma for me? And you're in luck, Kurt. We will address it. It's being addressed it's right con- now. Consider it addressed. Um, so we did some digging. And Greg, did you want to kind of dive into what uh, what you found? Yeah. According to Hennessy, you should um, drink out of tall, what were they called? Tulip glasses. Tulip glasses. That's right. Yep. Tulip glasses. I knew it was one of flower. I didn't want to get it wrong. Um, <laughs> I already got enough things wrong this week. Yeah. You should drink, be drinking um, cognac out of stemmed tulip glasses. But really, I say if it makes you happy, drink out of whatever glass you want to. You know, I agree with that. And I think uh, the good people of cognac, uh, the French, the French uh, experts of cognac, you know, they're a little bougie as it is. So of mm-hmm. course they're going to tell you that the time has changed to where now you're supposed to drink out of a long stem tulip glass. I think the snifter looks great in your, uh, in your China cabinet. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if we're being honest, Greg and I, we don't really have a lot of people to impress with long stem tulip glasses. I think if we pulled out cognac snifters, people would yep. think we're pretty fancy as it is. Yep. So also with a long stem, 
after you have like your first glass, you probably don't want to be drinking out of something with a stem glass because then if you like knock it over, it's going to shatter. Mm-hmm. Just saying. That's very not true. saying not saying I have experience with that, but <laughs> it seems like something that could happen. I mean, I think you because we're talking cognac glasses, which are probably they're little short, stout looking things, and a low center of gravity in a situation where you're just knocking back cognac after cognac or whiskey after whiskey or whatever you want to pour in these glasses, brandy. I mean, that low center of gravity when you get a little willy nilly and start being a little more animated with your hands. A little topsy turvy. Absolutely. I mean, you're going you're gonna to want that, uh, that nice low glass. And at the price point that Kurt alluded to, $14.99 for a set of four, I mean. Oh, hell yeah. I think Every we're, day. We're going to have to call us a buy. Yeah. So, Kurt, you heard it here first. If the glassware makes you happy and you feel good about it, buy it. The other thing I'll say, too, that's a very versatile glass because if, you, if I came over to your house and you were like, hey, try this new beer – and instead of just pouring it in like a pint glass, a tiny little bit, like I would probably do because I'm an uncultured swine. Mm-hmm. And you pulled out this little. He's drinking out. He's drinking out a can right now. Tacky. Can. Tacky. <laughs> Look at me. Look at me. Who am I? But you pull out this little snifter and you pour like they do at the at the breweries and pour me a little bit in there. I'm immediately gonna say I don't. This think guy I'm, knows the stuff. This guy knows the stuff, and I'm underdressed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Kurt, we're giving you a, a thumbs up. We're giving Two you thumbs a buy. up. Two thumbs up. It's a buy for us. That's the pod. We did it. It was, it was a good second week. We made it through week two. Yeah. Um, the listeners, you guys, I will tell you this in full transparency. Every time we get a new listener, Greg and I get really excited. Yep. So just seeing the numbers climb over the week has been very fulfilling. Yep. And we're really appreciative. We are appreciative. And if you guys have any suggestions on, like we said last, week on direction it should go topics you want covered if you see any cool um or interesting business articles let us know we'd be happy to do a little bit more research um hopefully i can get my facts right about that research that we do but <laughs> emphasis on a little bit like we'll yeah. look at it kind of yeah <laughs> i'll uh, at least do a three minute google search we we are here for you the listener and that's exactly what we want to we want to provide for you is a good quality content about what you guys want to hear about. So let us know. Uh, I'm gonna plug our new social medias. We we alluded to them last week and then mm-hmm. made them. Um, so you can find us on Instagram at dadbods and dollars, all spelled out. Uh, I also made us a Twitter so I could DM that uh, journalist AARP, really just for that reason. And that one's at dadbods. <laughs> letter in dollars like dad bods in dollars because there was too many characters in dad bods in dollars apparently your handles are limited on twitter which makes sense why mm. jack dorsey's beard is so gray he's under fire from all kinds of angles yeah a lot of stress there <laughs> and a lot of stress from people like us saying i need two more characters jack <laughs> so when he's when he listens to this maybe he'll take that feedback too trim his beard very well go see your barber like, and give us seems like characters. a good guy Exactly. He seems reasonable enough. Excellent. It's been a pleasure. An absolute pleasure. And we're looking forward to continuing this journey. So, Greg, cheers to you, buddy. Cheers to you with my tea. Listeners, have a good good, week. Have a good week. Take good care of yourselves. Uh, Regardless of what happens come this Tuesday, hang in there. Keep your heads up. and uh, Just love each other. Just love on each other a little bit. That's good. I like that. That's the quote of the pod. Love on each other. Only, only if it's consensual. 
Absolutely. We're a, we're a consent podcast. We, we aren't a lot of things. We are a consent podcast. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that's enough for us. <laughs> that that's us this week. All right. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.